attorney Bernie I'm impressed with his influential friends Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to I Don't Get It, that good old pop culture get off my lawn cast. The podcast that features the hopefully open-minded musings, musings, I couldn't quite get that word out. Uh, Try again. It features the hopefully open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons boldly staring down their impending entertainment irrelevance. Good day to you. I am your co-host, Noah Tarno. I am the founder, the senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, America's premier provider of corporate and private trivia events since 2002. Joining me, with me, virtually, online, as always. My name is Bill Scurry. I'm from American Caesar Enterprises, which is the media massive giant which just brought a controlling interest in Big Quiz Thing LLC, which is bad news for Noah. Oh, man. Well, if you did like a hostile takeover and I suddenly discovered that, yeah. you would stab me in the back. I, I, it, bought, you know, I, I bought you for parts. That's pretty much it. You bought me for you, you, you You're a corporate raider. You, you're going to take apart the big quiz thing and sell off the pieces to other trivia companies. I just, I the just, sad <laughs> thing is you, you kind of could do that. <laughs> like I just wanted uh, EDP. That's all. I just got there's yeah, pretty much wanted, a one, th- one, one, one deal know, thing. Uh, that's, I'm not letting go of that guy. All right. So... Uh, what we do on this show is we look at, uh, you know, I guess you could say current events, things that are hot, things that are happening, sometimes among the kids, just whatever the latest trends are. And we try to make sense of it with our uh, age addled brains. So today's topic, cast your mind back. Today is Saturday. Cast your mind back to this past Wednesday. And in case you hadn't heard, uh, last Wednesday, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., was inaugurated as the 46th president of these here United States of America. Thank fucking God! Oh, you know how when you need to like pee for like a while and you finally pee? This is what it feels like. It feels like I needed to pee for four years. For four and, years, and five, yeah. And f- oh, the, you know, there is no greater sense it was of relief. A bigger, oh, a bigger coffee God. bladder there has never been. Oh, thank you, God. So President Biden was inaugurated and in attendance in Washington, D.C. on the Capitol steps, the no longer moronic rioter festooned steps of the Capitol building was uh, in attendance was not that many people uh, relative to most inaugurations because of the pandemic. But among them was one of uh, Biden's uh, Democratic primary rivals, the junior senator from the Green Mountain State of Vermont. By the way, you know, Green Mountain State of Vermont is redundant. It's a redundant, yeah, absolutely. Because Vermont means Green Mountain. Junior senator from uh, Vermont, uh, Bernard, no middle name, a.k.a. Bernie Sanders. And uh, Bernie is nothing if not practical. Uh, He was seen in a photograph taken by uh, photographer Brendan Smilowski. There was a photo of Bernie sitting there waiting for it to begin. He's sitting in a folding chair cross-legged, a dull but practical jacket. It was cold out, so he's just wearing a very warm-looking, but not fancy jacket. He's wearing a crooked-looking surgical mask. He appears to have a bit of a grumpy look on his face, his hair askew, and hands crossed over each other, and he's wearing a pair of delightfully dorky but very warm-looking mittens. Those mittens were made by Jen Ellis, a Vermont school teacher, who sent them to Bernie a couple years ago as a gift. And the photo very quickly went viral. People thought, wow, what a look from Bernie. It's Bernie being typical Bernie. I love it. And then the virality mutated to the point where people are 
via Photoshop or other methods, cutting out the picture of Bernie on the chair and placing them in every conceivable scenario possible. So you have the memes of the past few days. It's only been a few days of Bernie on his chair uh, with the cast of every possible TV show, Bernie in his chair put into famous historical photographs, famous paintings, um, famous movies, uh, versions of him drawn as a work of art. Uh, one of the things you and I traded are comic book geek memes. He's a member of the Justice League. He's a member of the Justice Society. He's in Metron's chair. Um, every possible scenario. He's in every TV show from Sex and the City, The Sopranos, to My Mother, The Car, and She's the Sheriff. Um, Bernie was interviewed by Seth Meyers the other night. He seems to have a good sense of humor about it, or there's a part of me wondering if he thinks people are making fun of him. I think this is out of love. And uh, very smartly, he's already monetized it and giving the money to various charities. So this meme has been nigh inescapable. It has crossed with other memes. They have put him in the chair next to Chris Christie in his chair on the beach. Uh, the Holderness family has sung songs about Bernie memes. I mean, this has been two and a half days, people. Two and a half days from the time <laughs> we're recording this. And it's already getting old. Um, album covers, Kate Pearson, the B-52s. I don't know, that was one example. Not that she's hot now, but on the cover of the B-52s debut album, it's just one I, I, I fell upon. Uh, someone I went to summer camp with is posting memes of him at various locations about our summer camp. So it's unescapable. The Bernie in his chair looking grumpy with the mittens meme. I read an interview with Jen Ellis, the woman who made them, and she's like, my Gmail is crashing. Everyone wants to order the mittens, but I, they take too long to make. I have a job. I have a life. It was a gift to Bernie. I'm done. Uh, the mittens, though, were made from uh, recycled old sweaters and plastic bottles. And they look very warm and comfy. And she's very flattered that Bernie still wears them. So, Bill, the Bernie memes, inescapable. Some are very clever. Uh, I'm curious what your favorites are. But tell me what you think of this in general. And what are your favorites? And tell me your thoughts on the Bernie chair meme mitten mask phenomenon well the memes are not a new territory for this show because we've covered them in a few different places and i'm actually uh thinking a lot back to our shit posting episode now this doesn't have a lot to do with shit posting but the speed with which the phenomenon moved was very much oh. like shit posting and uh, you know again shit posting for those of you who need to be filled back in on it was this uh factory this this foundry of mimetic ideas that people would just sit there on their computers with Photoshop or whatever, you know, rudimentary image altering software, and they would turn out type on top, you know, impact slab type on top of images. And it was the ironic ideas that you were just completely ironically taking the piss out of um, whatever serious thing that was going on and or reducing uh, big important things down to small risible jokes. Uh, simply for the fact of owning a news cycle that lasted probably 15 or 20 minutes on Reddit or some other 8chan or 4chan or one of these places. Um, this isn't quite that, but it's a lot of the same gear works. A lot of the same skunk work mechanisms were in, were in place for this kind of thing. So, But I think the impulses that people had ultimately were a lot different than the kind of like chaos bringers of, of people who are normally shitposting. And this is, to me, it was the difference between the more fractious uh, antisocial elements 
of all the people who live on social media just wielding their Photoshop marquee tool. And those who are feeling more exuberant and who are kind of pulling on the same social rope as the rest of us. Because I don't I didn't see any Bernie memes that were really taking a hammer to this guy. It looked like everything was generally done out of love. Sure, it was treating yeah. Bernie as the butt of a joke. But I mean, let's be honest, people have been doing this thing with Bernie now for a good number of years because of the way Bernie presents, like your, your very pithy description of him sitting on the chair with his hair messed up and the mask askew and these, these really cumbersome earth-toned clothing. He looks like everybody's old Jew. Well, not everybody's old Jewish grandfather, but um, <laughs> he, he looks like somebody a step out of time. I mean, there are very few people... Even like Pelosi, who I think is older than Bernie, looks younger than Bernie because she's from California. She is older than Bernie. She's 80. Yeah, she, but she looks younger. Obviously, she's had some work done. She keeps her hair dyed. She dresses very au courant. She's from the Bay Area. There's a whole thing about the premium she puts on appearance that Bernie obviously looks like he's one step removed from Ben and Jerry and Bernie. He could be hawking yeah. ice cream somewhere in a shop off the highway, for all we know. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I mean, the thing is, is that I uh, the, some of the memes that I thought were great, I, a lot of people agreed that the uh, Jason Momoa flipping out that uh, chair to sit at the edge of like a, a children's soccer game from whatever UPN or CW TV yeah. show, that was a yeah. really good one. And I... I Saw people recirculating that um, Justice Society picture where it was that uh, three-quarter tilt classic comic yeah. recreation of something from like 61 or 60. I forget. 61, 1940. 1940, okay. Yeah. It's a recreation, but Bernie was drawn in, so he essentially slipped right next to, you know, Our Man and, and, and yeah. you know, Hawkman and the rest. You couldn't. I didn't yeah. know what I was looking at until I saw it two or three times. It's like, oh, shit, that's really that's really good recombination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I did one just because I wanted to make you laugh, and so I put him in the Jack Kirby New Gods chair for Metron. It took me, Photoshop took me 15 minutes. It wasn't my best work, but I just decided to do it. But it's funny that, like, a lot of our, you know, friends who were here, I think Susie Sherman put one up, and, like, other people who don't... People who are... Aaron, like Aaron Grunfeld is sending me memes. Aaron is not a meme guy, and he's he's texting me memes. I mean, this is this has penetrated more than almost any other meme I can think in terms of the number of people who have been roped in. It's yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, the timing is right. You know, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to save the why is this popular uh, argument for later on, but it's like the phenomenon is that Bernie was there. We had this tinderbox, this pressure cooker that no one quite knew how Inauguration Day was going to end up. Yeah. And so I think that what happens, the balloon got a little pinhole leak in the side and pressure started to expend from that one little hole. And uh, Bernie was kind of the way they got to it. I mean, there was soaring oratory. There was there was rhetoric. There was the uh, the poet laureate. No, not a poet laureate. The poet performance from that young uh, girl. What was it Amanda something or other? I Amanda Gorman. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda Gorman. Gorman. Uh, but then at the same time, you had something to bring it back down to earth again. You know, it was this picture that was shot by uh, uh, Smilowski for, for Getty Images and or Agence Front Press. I, I forget who we were shooting for at the point. Um, so yeah, it's a collusion of a number of things. It's almost like people were looking for a way to get back to the business of doing regular social media, knowing that full well, a lot of the more criminal accounts were taken out of, you know, you weren't going to see anything that was stupid because those accounts were disabled and the news from that day hopefully would be good, but it was a way for people to kind of like turn the tide, their feeds, their social media feeds back to something that was graspable and everybody knows how to make a joke and this is, you know, you hinted to this. The question is, does Bernie 
Bernie knows what this is because, again, I, I saw him on uh, Myers. He was talking about it with Myers. But the question is, it's like, does a 78-year-old guy really know what this is? He, he, he's told what it is and he understands that it's non-threatening, but he can't quite get grasp it as a, as a primary language. It doesn't matter. I, I, I bet it's one of these things where he's like... Oh, I don't get the joke, but yeah. whatever. Yes, yeah, right. You know? it, his people have yeah. been his people, the people who handle him, Noah. They've told Who do him, I handle? They, they told him Inside joke, dude. They told him that uh you know, hey Bernie, here's how you should think about it. And if anybody asks you, here's what you should say about it. And it, yes. you know, he went on Myers yeah. and he he said yeah. exactly that. Like he smiles. And look, raise him money off it for charity, like that's what you do. It that's, might be I don't get the joke, but how do I use this to my advantage or to advantage of people i care about yeah you know, good you don't you don't have to get every joke when you're you just have to roll with it when you're 103 yeah. years old and you're at yeah. such a big position in american culture and political yes. the timing that he's at right now um everything is going to be out of his grasp i mean honestly it he's two or three generations <laughs> removed from the fa- the quick the quick moving you know the fast moving sludge that's underneath the surface the, the real you know nuts and bolts of how quickly social media runs and how memes work he can't possibly tap into that. I think he's just got to smile and assume he trusts his people to tell him that this kind of thing is good-natured and it means well. And you know what you should do? You should play the game, especially at this time where the guy before him, these people before him, there was no way to play the game. There was no ability yeah. for them to to steer into the good humor of the joke, to play along, yeah. to assume yeah. and and to play the home game with this. So, yeah. it, you know, th- this is this is another way for him to, to set himself, as all of these politicians that we've talked about have all set themselves apart from the predis- you know, the preceding administration in terms of like there's real irony and there's the ability to grasp irony and there's in on the joke rather than pretending right. there's no joke whatsoever. Right. And the joke I mean, people made memes of Trump, but they were they even even if they were funny, they had an undercurrent of anger. Because yeah, they were, yeah, they were we bitter, right, rightfully. Or bitter. right, they were bitter or I mean I don't know if they count as memes, but like, you know, Trump cultists putting his face on Superman's body, which is so fucking insulting. And Rambo, you know, fucking Rambo's su- body. Superman was a re- Superman was a reaction to fascism. It's just so made by Jews. But anyway, those people, even though they were lionizing Trump, that came out of hate, and it's just bad feelings all around. Every meme involving Trump had some level of anger or hate or or bad feeling. And this is just all around great. I mean, I hope he realizes it's done out of love. Very strange. A, a, a good friend of mine, Brad Skaggs, a, a politics friend of mine out here. I don't know if he's ever listened to the show, but great guy. Uh, and one of the nicest guys I've literally ever met in my life. But he's posted stuff on Facebook. He does not like this. He thinks it's memes. And it's not like he's a big Bernie fan. Like he didn't support. He, he was with me supporting Warren in the primaries. And he's like... He's like, this is mean. This is mean spirited. I don't like it. And he's really digging his heels in. I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? But <laughs> whatever. It's I'll ask him the next time I talk to him. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is this is pretty nice. I guess. I mean, it's inconsequential but nice. Um. My favorites were I saw one of a bunch of bats hanging upside down and they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on his chair hanging upside down. Uh, a friend. I can't believe I didn't see this in more places. But a friend of mine made. The weekend at Bernie's poster, where Bernie is Bernie Sanders in the chair, and that, and it was well done. Um, I don't like laughing at the Capitol insurrection, but very well done. The guy who has been arrested stealing Pelosi's uh, podium, they replaced the podium with Bernie in the chair. I enjoyed that one where Bernie's on the cover of a box of Sleepy Time tea. Uh, you sent me that one. I guess you didn't make it. Where spoiler alert. 
it's the final scene of uh, Planet of the Apes, and instead the Statue of Liberty is burning in the chair. Um, did you make that? Or did you no, no, I, I found it. Okay. Oh, that might have, then, that was somebody uh, we know. I, I forget who who made that one, but okay. Yeah. And then the the last thing on my list of ones I like was um, it's a shot of Prince in the bathtub from the When Doves Cry video. Yes. And Bernie is popping out of the bathtub with him, and it says at the top, "Dig if you will, my mittens." So that's again. I want to add one more thing. Someone already, God, people have too much time in their hands. Someone already made a website called Put Bernie Anywhere, which basically you put in any address and it basically photoshops Bernie in front of that building. So you could just have Bernie sitting in the chair in front of my apartment building. I made yeah, that. Using Google Street Views. I sent it to my Yeah, I used Google. Morning, yeah. yeah, it's it's stupid, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, look, you have fun while you can and then you forget about it three days later. Um I think it's genuinely funny because he does cut a funny figure in that picture. And I, I like it partly from the New Yorker Jew thing. I mean, the part of what my Bernie's appealing, he's the curmudgeonly guy at Zabar's kind of dude, you yeah. know? Uh, and there's some fun to that. Um, it's creative. People are being creative with it. So many examples that literally made me laugh and made me smile. So a lot of these jokes are good jokes. Um, it's democratic. You have to wonder like eight years ago, 16 years ago, when computer technology wasn't as easy or accessible as it is now, how many people could have done this, right? Only a few people could Photoshop at all convincing. And there was no way to say it wouldn't have caught fire. There was no meme culture in this way. To well, send that, it around. that too. Yeah, that too. Although the one I tried to make, I couldn't pull it off. My Photoshop skills were not up to it. I wanted to put, I should look if someone else did. I wanted to put Bernie's face with three of the other Beatles on the cover of with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I couldn't get the shadow to look That's a right. good one. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's yeah. a high, tall order, sure. Yeah, I don't think this is mocking him, despite what Brad says. I think it's celebrating him. And it's funny because I know a good number of people who are, even though they're Democrats, even though they would have voted for him in a heartbeat if they had been the nominee, they don't like Bernie. I'm not going to name names. I have a friend who despises him. But of course she would have voted for him if it had been Bernie versus Trump. And or the pro Bernie people who are bitter and can't get on board with Biden, right, are still bitter that Bernie didn't win. Um, you know what? At the moment, we're the winners. At the moment, we're celebrating. At the moment, we're on top, and we're all on the same winning team. So we can afford to all, you know, clasp hands and celebrate and hug each other, metaphorically, unfortunately. So there's this bonhomie right now of like, hey, we're all winners together. We can we can good naturedly poke fun at everyone else at, at each other. And that's a good feeling. I always enjoy that feeling. Like, uh, I have a bit of a thin skin, but I have a much less of a thin skin when I know I'm on the winning team, right? I Like, when I, I think back to when I did stand-up. If I had a good night, if I had just killed, I didn't mind so much if someone else poked fun at me. If I had just bombed, it bothered me a lot if someone poked fun at me. Because if, if I had just killed, I'm on the winning team, I can afford to be taken down a peg. And I feel like that's how we're feeling right now. And... Let's hang on to this moment as long as we can. Were you aware uh, that this photo uh, was uh, immediately sort of became the meme of the day? Not at all. <laughs> I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. Noah Tarno, tell me, why are the Bernie memes popular at this moment? Uh, I am looking at Bernie's Wikipedia page, and a fan of ours, good friend of ours, the awesome, wonderful Alice Swenson, Bernie is precisely 30 years and one day older than her. So how about that? Anyway, uh, why? I mean, I said it. We're happy right now. We're the winners at the moment. We feel good. 
we haven't been happy this way in a long time. So we want to have a good laugh. We can afford to have a laugh at our own expense. Bernie has always been funny. Bernie has always been, you know, I'm not saying people didn't take him seriously and couldn't take him seriously and do take him seriously. I mean, he's going to have more power in the Senate now, which again, I was never, he was never my first choice, but I'm all for it. I, here's the thing. Politically, here's what I've always said about Bernie. I agree with just about everything he says. I just don't think he'd be very effective getting it done as president. So whatever. But we can poke fun at him. We love him. There's something very lovable about him. We're united. Um, I'm reminded of something. I don't know if you recall this, but the the viral look from the uh, Obama's first inauguration, 08. Do you remember what that was? And I'm sure if, if it were now, would would have gone meme-worthy. And actually, it became a, a, a photoshopped question and a big quiz thing like that. Do you remember what article of clothing busted out from the 08, 09 Obama inauguration? Jesus. No, it's, it's, it might have. You might as well be talking about the, the pre-Cambrian. I have no idea. Right. Aretha Franklin was wearing this crazy hat. This weird, I think, pink hat. I, I think maybe it was in the tradition of, you know, how African-American women have all these awesome hats they wear to church. Yes. And I think, I'm looking up Aretha Hank, Hanklin. Aretha Hank, Aretha Franklin, 2000, uh, inauguration hat. And it was this crazy hat, and everyone was looking at photos of it, and like Aretha wins with a hat. I think she sang, oh, it wasn't pink. It was gray. But like those church hats, it was oversized. It had this giant bow on it. You know, it's cold out there in D.C. in January. So um, great photos looking at her belting her heart out wearing the hat. So, yeah, I mean, that's here's a photo of Ellen DeGeneres wearing a similar hat on TV a few days later. So, yeah, that attracted everyone's attention. So I'm imagining if that had happened now, people would Photoshop that hat on, you know, people in historical photos and fictional characters, right? And again, there was a similar moment there. We had won. We're on the winning team. We have this new, awesome, hipster president. Hipster. Youngish, fun, different president. We were in charge of, you know, we Democrats were in charge of both chambers of Congress. Ha ha. Um, you know, it was this good feeling. We can, I mean, everyone loved Aretha, similarly. Everyone loved Aretha. Um, so, yeah, it's why? Because this is the moment to let out this tension. Like you said, the hole in the balloon. And humor is one way to do that. Good natured humor and the hat was ridiculous but awesome and bernie is ridiculous but awesome so it makes yeah. sense yeah it, sitting on the powder keg of wondering because i mean even out here you know people were texting me on whatsapp speaking of a former episode topic noah as we we you know the, the dutch and the continentals use whatsapp out here of saying like what do you think is going to happen today and you know we're six hours ahead of east eastern time so we had plenty of time to sit here and, and gnash our teeth and ruminate about oh jesus is there gonna be some spectacular thing with all those uh, capital troops being quartered in a parking garage and some little micro scandal, et cetera, et cetera. I know. Yeah, but yeah. no, the, the beauty of it is that, yes, it was this incredible steam valve to release pressure. It was something friendly. And I mean, we didn't exactly say this so far, but I had to, I, the articles I was reading about this reminded me that in particular, Bernie, almost probably more than, than Elizabeth Warren, had cultivated a very young uh, enthusiasm yeah, amongst, amongst not just not just Democrats, but amongst like real hardcore left wingers and yeah, socialists, well. and even some erstwhile Republicans. I mean, you know, they say, "Oh, would Bernie have beaten Trump in sixteen? And would Bernie win this year?" I don't know, but it definitely would have, you know, scrambled the calculus. I, I have no doubt of that. 
Yeah, and that's the unusual thing is that Bernie has talk about a base. It's it's a different base. It's not an anti-American base. It's not a strange crackpot base. Although I'm, I'm sure that there are some among them. But again, the I know there are some among them. There yes. are definitely. But but <laughs> the people he he does have these shit posters. He does have these young people who are meme literate. Um, so I think that what carried him along is that there were more people tuned into the Bernie thing that they think that Bernie is like their uncle. You know, Bernie really is this fatherly, grandfatherly, avuncular figure who feels like he's more in the family, someone you have a personal relationship with than a standoffish politician that you're trying to bring down to earth by, you know, rendering human yourself. Bernie already did that. He already rendered himself you know, he or he was already played by um Larry David. You know, he already he already steered into his own joke. So it's safe, and you got the. It's almost like you had permission. You had ex- express permission from Bernie to do these jokes already. And yes, I think that it's also very worth mentioning. Bernie's on. He was on the eve of being the head of the Senate Finance Committee. Finance I, Committee, right? I, I knew. And they consider Biden consider him for labor, but no, they got to keep him in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. but the position yeah. that he's in again, it's like you know, it's it's a consolation prize for being uh, a lightning rod for a lot of America's left energy and their socialist energy. But he gets this incredible catbird seat. So it, it is a little bit of that DJ horn, you know, that Bernie gets to do the victory lap on taking up this very powerful policy, policy position that, you know, otherwise we could not have imagined him being in. So everything about it is a pretty safe, controlled blast. You know, it's not like ripping down a building. It's more or less exalting this guy who has yeah, given, given us yeah. permission to, uh, you know, to, to do this joke already. So, you know, also, like you're saying, if, if the Noah Tarnos of the world are even deputized into doing photoshops of this guy, everybody has some yeah. kind of rudimentary tool to recontextualize images. You know, you can, you can yeah. you know, if you break this down, you know, on purely mimetic phenomena, <clears throat> and you can talk about it in the context of the historical moment, everyone gets to play and it feels safe. And like you said, there is the bon homie. The gestalt. That's exactly what was happening on Inauguration Day. And the sort of yeah. the brow wipe of nothing went oh. nothing went wrong that day. Oh. Right? Oh. Does your staff show them to you? Here you are with the uh, the Sex and the City girls. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> Bill, would this, uh, I mean, you, you like it now, but how, how differently would you have felt about this if you were a younger person? And, and again, this is one of these phenomena that I don't think... I don't know. I mean, it, it certainly seems to have just as much purchase with our age cohort as younger people. But let's imagine for a second you mentioned how much of Bernie's fandom, maybe Bernie's cult. Uh, I think some of these people have cult-like aspects or certainly did in 16. But uh, let's say you were in your 20s and the primary you've been a hardcore Bernie guy, you know, maybe even threatening to not vote. If, if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, although you would have voted for Biden. Um, how would you feel differently about this if you were a young Bernie bro, let's say? Yeah, that's interesting because I think about how how different I was in my absolutist leanings. Um, you know, I, I was absolutist about a few things that were hard to get. Uh, this is funny. I was just thinking about Noah. I was a newspaper editor when I was younger. And I, I held on to all these. I mean, granted, it was part of the trade of like, you know, strunk and white, the elements of style and stuff like that in terms of what things had to be and how dogmatic I could be about things. And I think part of the energy of being young is is holding on to something and being dogmatic about it. And and politics wasn't necessarily the thing that I was dogmatic about. It was more popular culture and certain bits of expertise. But as I get older, I relax that dogmatism. You know, I, I'm not so absolutist anymore. It becomes much more 
you know, about coalition building and putting patches on things and, you know, just having things running essentially without being a perfect machine. Um, I, you know, I, I don't even know if I could say Bernie. Bernie is not my favorite politician now. I don't have anything against him other than the fact that I, you know, I'll, I will quote you in saying that he's not the best way to get his own message across. He has good ideas, yeah. but I don't necessarily think he's the I, I agree. I the, agree. The potential yeah. chief executive to have done those things, and I think that his his uh, thing will be carried on by someone who's who's younger, more swift, and more of a complete politician that I could see doing all the work of a president or or a chief executive in the future. We don't know what that person's going to look like, but um, yeah, I don't know if in my younger like I don't think that Bernie Bernie's socialism. I, that's the thing. I could see myself being more activated by that idea of the, the more the hardcore socialist leanings. No, no, uh, no. I'm not asking would you be into Bernie if you're young. I'm asking no, if I you understand. were young and into Bernie. What would you think of the memes? Yeah, I think I think the memes uh, the memes would have been the, the whatever like for instance acid bite that your friend gets out of it. I would be even less in yeah. touch with because the humanity of the kind of like marketplace of shit ideas that are just coming across social media, I wouldn't necessarily see potential sources of cruelty. Now, I mean, at the age that we're at, I think it's a lot easier for me to be more sensitive. But I think I would have been less sensitive to that. And again, I don't think that that bite is necessarily there. And I think Bernie himself was giving you permission to do it. Um, but I mean, I had access to Photoshop at that age. I was just beginning to learn it. I could see trying to deal myself into the game more than that. But again, this is so hard because we didn't have meme culture. You know, it's like it's, it's no. trying to position ourselves right. now. No, I actually had this written in my notes. I wanted to ask you. This is such a far out question. Yeah. But like, yeah. can you imagine memes of George Burns, Sid Caesar, Art Carney and Phil Silvers? I mean, no, the, no. The, the humor was Those guys are emblematic of how humor was in those days. And I know. that humor is so different from meme humor. It's but almost unrecognizable. In terms of, and, and I always think about this and that, you know, some of our listeners are certainly younger than we are and even some of the same ages we are don't remember this but it's like old men used to be featured on television you know like you would turn on a tv but they weren't old those guys were probably 35 at their peak they just no no i'm old. saying like hugh downs you know cronkite was on the news until like 84 or something like that is cronkite any was cronkite any older then than tom brokaw is now yeah definitely he was he was a I little old. I don't know older. about that. Well, all right, how about, about that? Bob Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. All right, no, I'm say Bob Hope regularly until I would say the early 1990s. Bob Hope was given yes. one hour of TV yes, every he was. couple of and years. He, by... he had no idea that the jokes he was saying. He had no idea. It was sad. I heard him made a joke about Millie Vanilli. He clearly had no idea who Millie Vanilli was. I know, but it's like it was, N- it was NBC, sad. I don't know if if they'd signed a deal with the devil or what it was, but it's like Bob Hope was just given this real estate back when an hour at 8 p.m. on NBC during the week was actually had some value. And, you know, Bob Hope just got this thing and it's like, oh, of course you're going to give it to him. It's Bob Hope. And Bob Hope just essentially shit the bed every time they give him this. No one watched it. Nobody cared. But it was almost like he was owed this because he stuck around. Old people watched it. Old people watched it. Old people loved it. And that's who watched TV at the time. But I'm saying it's like, can you could you imagine fusing this thing with the old men of our when when we were growing up, who we considered old, like a a Daniel Patrick Moynihan, a Tip O'Neill. Somebody who was like the old version. I mean, D.P. Moynihan, I think, had a little bit more um, flexibility. He looked like he was a bit more human, but Tip O'Neill didn't. Uh, you know, I don't think Ted Kennedy had a real uh, sense of humor about himself. But it's like, can you imagine other position people in the same position as Bernie undergoing the process that we saw today? That's I think this is strictly something you would need to be from today, from almost the state of the art, this very moment to understand. Right. Well, but Bernie's a bit of a 
conundrum in that he's this old man who has this young appeal, um, you know, which which gets at why he's meme worthy because he's this he's this memorable unique character. All right, I looked it up. When Walter Cronkite retired in 1981 from hosting the news, he was 74 years. Jesus, old. man, and he only he only died like he, 10 years ago or is, something. He died in 2009. Tom Brokaw, who literally just announced his retirement yesterday, is 80. Will be 81 in a couple weeks. So no, I mean, look, 71 then looked a lot older than 80 now. Yeah, I mean, look, if I were a Bernie bro, and I don't want to say that because I feel like that's specifically the worst of the Bernie fans. So let's say if I were, you know, if Bernie had been my number one choice all the way if I were in my 20s this year or last year or in 16. And it might have been because I was more like jump on the bandwagon with the flag waving liberal hippie kind of thing. Uh, I think I'd be into this too because A, I'd be, you know, I use Photoshop a little for my job, quite a bit, but in a very rudimentary manner. But I... I'd be more of a digital native, so I'd know it better. So I'd want to jump on this thing. Second of all, yeah, I was enough of a trend follower that as soon as Bernie lost, I would have gotten on the Biden boat, no problem. And I'd want to share in the fun of, you know, slapping everyone on the back. And, you know, so I think I, I don't think I was enough of a contrarian to say, no, don't make fun of Bernie. He's awesome. This is, you know, oh, you put Bernie in every scene, but you don't put him in the White House. I saw someone make a joke like that. Or um, actually, before people were placing him in places, just when it was a photo that was funny, and someone had a quote, they said, you know, Bernie looking grumpy, like, this photo is as if to say, you could have had a bad bitch, which, of course, <laughs> is the line from the Lizzo song. By the way, you know what, like, what caption I liked on that, uh, just from the actual yeah. AP, the photo itself was, this could have been an email. Yeah, so like that. I didn't have to meet here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I would have, in some way, probably would have liked this more if I were young now, because I would have been more active in making memes, and I would have been more, I don't know, would have been a little more optimistic than I am now. And we let our art team go wild today to create some West Michigan-themed Bernie memes. We have not seen these yet, so we're all in this together. Let's take a look here. All right, Noah, uh, as we pull into the back half of the show, what about the apocalypse? Is there any element of the apocalypse in Bernie memes? I see nothing here. I mean, here's the thing. We talked about, like, memes about Trump. And in some ways, I thought those were apocalyptic adjacent because Trump was an existential threat. I mean, side note, you know, all through those four years, I was thinking, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a very, very amateur presidential historian. And I was thinking, is Trump really the worst president in history? I don't know. Maybe you know, we can't render that verdict till he's done and all that. And then I kept thinking, OK, he lost. Like, well, let's see when he finally leaves office. What's the, what the verdict going to be? And the last few weeks, I've been like, you know what? There's no debate in my mind. And even chatting with my politics friends, we all agreed he was the worst. One guy, one guy, one exception. One guy says it's still Buchanan, which is a credible argument. Um, so Trump was so bad that I think memes about him run the risk of they either are from his fans, so they lionize this monster, or even from his detractors, they minimize make in they minimize the threat by That's making fucking him, Jimmy oh, Fallon so, rubbing his hair, you know. He, again. Fallon got better about that. I don't. Fallon was far from the only one to uh, to uh, not realize the extent of Trump's threat before he became president. Um. So yeah, I think that. But Bernie, I mean, 
I guess if you're an insane right winger who thinks Bernie is part of the reason we're headed for a socialist dystopia, I guess you would you would say that. But obviously, I don't agree with that assessment. So I don't know. I don't see how this is apocalyptic. I see this as affirming. It's genuinely funny. I mean, if all these jokes are just lame, we'd be getting back to my old humor and arts and entertainment is completely degraded because they're, you know, jokes are just are lazy and art is lazy. But the fact that these are genuinely funny and most of the efforts I see are good Photoshop, like, it's just great. Funny jokes done for a good reason and we're able to laugh at them without you know, losing sight of what matters. So, no, there's nothing apocalyptic about this. Yeah, no, we have the ability to do this well, and they don't. I mean, we've covered this, and it's plainly obvious yes. in American culture yes. that we have the sense of humor on our side no. and biting irony you, you, and sophistication. You can't, yeah. It just, yeah. yeah it doesn't, you can't, yeah, you can't punch up if you're a conservative, yeah. Do you remember the 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 uh, the, the brief Fox ripoff of The Daily Show, the half-hour news hour? Uh, I remember of it, but I, of course I never watched it. Yeah, I watched one episode of it, the first episode, I think. It was so unfunny, and I remember and uh, reading an article that analyzed it, and there was like there was one funny joke, which actually made fun of Obama, um, but there was some joke that I really loved. They're like, it was some, I wish I could remember something they said in this in this assessment. They said, there are so many problems with this, but one of the problems is the, the punchline has a number in it, and it's not a funny number. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, like what a way to like get at like humor. You either have the instinct or you don't. And yes, not everyone's got the instinct, whatever. But if this is a professional comedy show, the writers should have that instinct. They're supposedly professional comedy writers. They should know what a funny number is and what a non-funny number is. But you know who's considered a humorist on the right is Jesse Waters from Fox News, who actually— Oh, but he's not a humorist. He's a bully. He's, he's considered. A bully. He's considered well, an ironic people, humanist. But that's what that I'm... proves your point. They're fucking idiots. It is. And he's, he's a bully and he's a horrible person and his smarm and the way he just sort of laughs at you and looks at you like i am so much above this and you guys couldn't possibly know how, how silly you're being by doing all these things but yeah i mean humor is not in their arsenal they just don't have it they don't even attempt it and that's why everything that's on right-wing media is earnest without any sort of wrinkle of sophistication there's no wink to any of it it is pure kayfabe like you're watching professional wrestling but again there's more of a wink to kayfabe from professional wrestling they're letting you in on the joke by letting you know how big and ridiculous this is they don't even do that on their side so, this, I mean, I think the only—this doesn't apply to this, but whenever you talk about memeing and shitposting, you have to take into account how badly uh, the meme machine fired against Hillary Clinton because people memed all of these really ironically done memes about Clinton into ironic—into unironic statements. They were delivered with complete earnestness, you know, things that were about anti-vaxxing and, and cosmic comet pizza or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and, you know, like you say, pictures of Trump on uh, his head photoshopped onto Superman's body, his head photoshopped onto Rambo. None of this is done with anything. There's no, no irony to it so, whatsoever. Yeah. It's it, so it, it, unsubtle. It's so. And that was part of what they liked about Trump. You know, you heard the story that when he left the hospital after having coronavirus, he wanted to rip his shirt up shirt open and have a Superman shirt. Yeah. And he it, he would have meant it. I love I love Superman, but what an 
unfunny and obvious and cliche joke. In a blue mask with his arms crossed, he's sitting in a gray jacket with warm woolen mittens. It's Bernie Sanders, he's chilly, it seems. These are a few of my favorite memes. Uh, Bill, is there any aspect of the Bernie meme phenomenon, Bernie's mittens, that you're jealous of? No, you know what? I've I've never been that cold that I've needed needed that level of warmth. Uh, whether, whether it's the formless, boxy winter jacket. Oh fuck! Are you serious, dude? I lived in Minnesota and Canada. I've 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 coveted that. Look, I'm glad to hear sure. it. By the way, yeah, uh, Seth Meyers on on his NBC show it showed pictures of uh, Bernie. They said that is literally the one jacket he has. He's worn that a number of times. Uh, you could look at it, and it's obviously it gets the job done. It's some sort of like olive green, oatmeal gray color, and so it's as drab as you can imagine. Anything just being as purely uh, just use based. But no, I mean I I'm not jealous about. The Bernie movement, how much his fans get the enthusiasm, nor how quickly the Bernie meme machine ran. Um, I mean, this isn't a problem, but neither of these things are sort of in my core competency. I'm not someone who's trying to drag attention. I, the one meme I made was mostly just to get you laugh. I put it up on social media and a couple of comic nerds liked it and that was fine. That wasn't the thing. I'm not a meme maker. I'm not part of the shit, you know, project shit post. That's not really my thing. Um, I enjoyed as much as everybody else what I saw happening. And and to be honest, I, I had more of a thousand yard gaze. I, you get some distance being 3,500 miles away from Washington, where I am right now. So I think my level of tension about what was happening on Inauguration Day was a little different than a lot of people who are much closer. Um, but uh, I mean, so I didn't necessarily need that pressure release, but I enjoyed the fact that I was watching how creative everyone could be nearly effortlessly and the fact that this stuff piled on so fast means it was coming from all different quarters with all different influences uh you know that were informing it and uh you know it was just a really nice spectator thing it so it did not engender any jealousy at all yeah i uh i i feel no jealousy i do wonder if again not on my behalf if some people who really wanted bernie to win are jealous i don't maybe jealous isn't the right word you know, that you could have had a bad bitch thing or yeah. uh, I saw this someone tweeted. Yeah, what's, it, right. It, by now, is there any place we haven't put Bernie response in the White House? You know, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that's jealousy. I, I don't feel any jealousy. I I don't particularly wish I don't need better Photoshop. Skip. You do Photoshop for me when I can't do it for yeah, my business. So thank you. And I don't even do it that um, well. But yeah. All right. Well, are you saying I should fire you? <laughs> You, don't, you the, don't say that to your boss, man. Take all the money back, yeah. Yeah, take well, okay. We we can't there's some there's some info we can't reveal to the public, am I right? Uh I guess um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh so I don't know. I, I don't feel any jealousy here. I'm not jealous of Bernie. Uh you know, it's I'm not I don't want those mittens. Here's what I'm jealous <laughs> of. Right? Yes. Well here no, two things. One, uh not this year, but at some point, I think it would be cool to go to a presidential inauguration, although only if it's a president I like. And two, uh, you know, I've lived out in California for five and a half years now, and I miss the cold. I really do. It's been a few years already, but when I went out to back to North Dakota in January a few years ago, man, just the freezing, desolate, sub-zero weather. Just you know, most of my life was spent in really cold places, so I miss it. But I'd like to steer our discussion to the fallopian scale now, since we brought, up, scale, we brought right, up Jimmy Thalop scale. before. 
Fallop, yeah, yeah. So on our on our fallopian scale of X, Y, Z axis, all these subjects we've covered in a vast array of Cartesian coordinates on this show. Where where does a Bernie means fall? So this is pretty high. I would say this is at the very top of stuff that's good but is still unsubstantial insubstantial right it's it's a yeah you know, it's, a, it's we, a tough thing it's a tough line to, to yeah. tell with this one yeah i mean i don't i'm sure there are other topics that i'd put there too that we talked about i just can't remember like the things we think are the best we actually i think would hold up as great arts i'd hold key and peel up as world-class humorists right i'd hold up american vandal as you know as good as any certainly good as any mockumentary i've ever seen right i mean it's up there a spinal tap right as much as I think these jokes or a lot of these jokes are actually really funny, they they have very limited staying power, and they, you know, I don't want I don't think they belong in the Smithsonian or anything. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Are there any thing think of things we looked at that were like that's great, but who gives a shit, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're probably right, but again, we have like two, 160 topics. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's a big exactly. list at this point. Yeah. Well, what about you? Where I, do you put this I, thing? You know, it's a meme, so it can only this, this is like exactly what you're saying. It's a meme, so there's all there's a level, a hard level of significance it can't transcend. But um, I was trying to like form my thoughts into some sort of cogent analysis, and I I came up with the impossible burger of phenomenon. Now it's not quite uh, the same thing, but but listen, this is this is a form of something which is healthier, possibly restorative, and it's better at repurposing the existing form of something that you already know, maybe into something that more people can rejoice in. Now, the the, the Impossible Burger is, is an actual object. It's an artifact in time you could eat. So I think the Impossible Burger, and I say this as a guy who, who buys them on the regular out here in Amsterdam. I, you know, we, we, me and the wife can enjoy the burgers too. I've gotten a lot of replay value off the, off the Impossible Ground Beef Substitute. Uh, but this this isn't exactly that because it is just an ephemeral idea. It's going to be gone by the time the podcast shows up on Monday morning Eastern time. It, this this could be passed. We could be into the next stupid thing. Uh, yeah. But but I mean the Impossible Burger stuck around. But in a, in a way, I saw some analogs that made me think of it. It's like well, it's you know it's it 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 isn't this thing already exists in another form and where you know you wouldn't go out to somebody and say oh eat a bunch of burgers all the time and it's somehow going to be good for your arteries. No, of course not. <laughs> This is a good way of having something that you maybe want that tastes good, but it's kind of better for you. But it still has the approximate shape and, and flavor of the thing that was a little more decadent. So, um, yeah, it kind of I saw an analog there to it. I, I'm not following you there at all, man. All right. That's all right. I'll leave it. The I also think Impossible Burgers are better because, as I, as I know I talked about in our episode, Impossible Burgers, you know, they're not going to solve the world's climate problem. Yes. But they are they are a rivulet into the solution. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. This is a rivulet into no solution. That's, I mean, it yeah. might be harmless, it might be good, but it doesn't point toward anything more than that. That's why I agree. That's why I agree with you. Go. Yep. Anyway, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> Sorry, my another obscure reference that I love. So there you go. All right, that brings us to the end of yet another. Yet another. Yet another. Yet another. And by the time episode. you hear this, the Bernie memes will be old. Memes. We. Are nickel and diming our audience to death with the bike endlessly producing audience uh, uh, episodes forever 
And that's, that's how we operate. So if you guys want to find uh, past, one of our many thousands of, of, of past episodes of this show, look on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play and Stitcher. Tweet to us, Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. I am on Twitter, at William Scurry, saying all the funny stuff you guys know me on the air. I'm, I'm just... All the funny stuff. Cracking up. That. I'm just, I'm, I'm, keep everyone... I'm a cut-up. I'm an have online cut-up. Have cut you up. posted any Burning Memes? Have you posted any? Just the Metron one, but again, that was it. Just I kind of stayed out of it. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more of a movie review guy, you know, Noah, doing, doing qu- course, clips and yes. quips. That's my thing. Uh, and I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar, where you'll see the most recent versions of uh, my video uh, production exploits. And so Noah will tell you now about himself. Uh, I'm all about the big quiz thing. Bigquizthing.com. Uh, corporate and private trivia events, virtual, virtual, virtual these days. We're having a lot of fun with them. Uh, I'm actually doing uh, this afternoon, I'm just going to toot my own horn here, speaking of Democratic politicians, I'm doing an event for the West LA Dems, a little organization based in Los Angeles, a virtual event for them. And it's part of like a sort of late inauguration party. And I was told last night that uh, Congress people, Maxine Waters and Ted Lieu are going to be there. Wow. Ted Lieu. I like that. I like that guy. Yeah. Ted Lieu and Maxine Waters. She's so apparently like I was told Maxine Waters might go long. So you might start late. I'm like, okay, I think I can accept that. Um, So that's pretty uh, yeah, learn about us at bigquisting.com. We're on social media for what it's worth. But uh, write to us today. Find out how we can make all of your trivia dreams come true. I'm also on Twitter at Noah Tarno. And I just uh, I just looked to see if I posted any Bernie memes and forgot. I didn't. But when I posted yesterday, I'm very proud of this. I went out uh, socially distanced to visit with my sister and her kids in Berkeley, California. And my niece's elementary school is um, was Kamala Harris's elementary school as well. And we took a walk past it. There's a huge banner that says, Congratulations, Thousand Oaks alumni, Madam Vice President. I did see that. And a beautiful yeah. drawing of Harris and a great picture of my niece wearing the mask, standing below the banner, you know, pointing to it. So, I don't know. It's inspiring. And if I may be cheesy for a moment, as someone who adores his seven-year-old niece and wants her to grow up to realize she can do whatever the fuck she pleases i i think i'm so happy for her that she she has this example to look up to so this is a week to be proud of america folks and i'm gonna hang on to this as long as i can i believe so, it hope 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 you can say likewise well everybody until next week's episode we don't, don't get it a production of american caesar enterprises 2021